You are now tuning in to Nude Radio with your host, Kenny Heflin, and I hope you guys are all having a great week so far. And look, we are almost at our year's end, y'all. Oh my God. Anywho, before I get started, make sure to subscribe to Nude Radio streaming on all platforms where you can hear podcasts. And follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the same name, Nude Radio 101. Again, that is on Instagram and Twitter under the same handle, y'all, at Nude Radio 101. And if you want to reach out to me personally on my Instagram page, by all means, feel free to follow at Kenny Heflin. Got it. Great. Love y'all. Oh my God. Anywho. So where do I even start? This is a little story time. I'm going to try not to make it too long, but a little story time. It is approximately mid-month <laughs> of December. We are almost towards the end of this year of 2022, and I'm looking forward to some things. But what I wasn't looking forward to <laughs> is some foolery. But you know what? I'm not. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. So, where do I even start? Where, where do I even start? First off. I have, I did make a cocktail. I did make a cocktail. So if I happen to, you know, bear with me, we pushing through, but there's a lot of inspiration <laughs> for today's episode. And uh, yeah, a lot of stuff has been happening. The audacity. The audacity. You know, as we slowly approach the Christmas holiday, audacity is yet again on sale. And it's given, it's about 90% on sale. Like it's, it's cheap because people are buying it and people are utilizing this audacity. How do we even start? Like, I mean, <laughs> first off, okay, I'll say this. So I woke up to some unsolicited nudes, right? It happens every day. Sometimes I'd be grateful. Sometimes I'd be disturbed. You never fucking know, right? But Today, I woke up to a text message from my DC husband, and he was feeling a certain type of way and all those things, you know, but eventually told me that he wanted to get a dick pic and a booty pic. So I said... Okay, like we we can work around that. So I send him something, and he's like, "Where's the ass picture at?" I'm like, "Well, where's what are you sending me?" So he sends me some dick. So okay, virtually, I moaned. I did. I said, "Oh my god, yes, 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 yes. Oh my god, yes. This is what I'm talking about because that dick be dicking." That dick, that dick, that's a pretty dick. I'll give him that. But he continued. And I said, okay. I sent him a little booty cheek. And he was like, <laughs> he was like, I want you to sit on my dick. So as y'all know, I'm a top. I'm a real top. 
I don't get fucked. It is what it is. I don't really care. I, I, I just, I don't care for it. So I'm a top. Point blank period. He is too. So I thought, okay, well, you and me sitting your dick. Okay, well, how about, I, I want you to sit on mine too. Right? Why did he not respond to me after that? I mean, if you another top and you telling some other top that you want them to sit on your dick and they say the same thing, I mean, I want us both to look at our phone crazy. I'm, I, did I say something wrong? Did I? I, I y'all tell me. I don't know. Let's both look at our phone crazy. How about that? I think that's a pretty good trade-off, don't you think? Mm-hmm. So, there was that. Then, <laughs> hopefully he doesn't have a problem with me reading this off, but um, I'm going to do it. But uh, a friend of mine who... I've traveled with before and all that stuff or whatever. He lives here in LA. We're, we're, we're friends. Now, mind you, y'all, this is all before nine o'clock AM. He texts me. And this is what he said. So follow along because I, I, I need y'all to listen to this. He said, not you in my dream with the eye emojis and the devil face emoji. So I responded back, doing what? Because I was curious. Y'all get ready. I hope y'all sitting down because this is a story. He says, we were on a trip similar to the Joshua Tree trip. Everyone was out doing shit. You and I decided to stay inside. We were in the bed and you was like, it's time to bust. I was like, I'll join. We started kissing and feeling on each other. Then you was talking freak nasty shit in my ear, turning me on. My dick was brick and you said, damn, dot, 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 his name. Tap that dick on my pussy. I went to do so, and you, in fact, had turned your dick into a pussy. I was rubbing against it, and and you grabbed my waist and pushed me inside of you. I was stroking for a minute. You whispered, this is my secret power. Then you gripped my dick and started squirting. I slid out because I was about to bust. You grabbed me and said, no, not yet. I went to slide back in, but then your dick appeared and I just went down and started sucking on it. You were moaning and talking nasty shit. We heard someone coming back to the house and you exploded in my throat, on my face, everywhere. And I'm like, oh shit. They about to see all this nut. I had nutted too, but it was all in my hand because I was jacking off while sucking your dick. Soon as the door opened to the house, you then said, close your eyes. I did. And when I opened them, the mess was gone. And we was back to how we started. Just laying there watching TV. Whoever came in the house didn't notice nothing. The nut was all gone. And I was so confused. And you said, that's my secret power. That's my other secret power. And then I woke up. Y'all, do you understand that... I start crying at that story because 
not only did you have me fucked up <laughs> at I want you to fuck this pussy because, you know, I don't believe in calling booty holes pussy first off and I'm not getting fucked, but I'm definitely not calling my booty hole pussy. But when he said that I had turned my dick into a pussy and told him in his ear as I whispered, that is my secret power. So you telling me that I'm a, a trans man whenever I feel like it? What? Is that what you're saying? Y'all. And then my pussy tight and it start and it, and it grips, which I feel like if I did have a pussy, it would be tight and it would grip and I would want a fat pussy, right? Respectfully. But you said that my imagined, well, not so much imaginary, but in your dream, my new pussy, my pussy at will, we're going to call it that, my pussy at will, gripped your dick so hard, and it started to squirt on you, and I made you bust a fat nut, and then I made the nut disappear at the blink of an eye. And told you that that was my other secret power. Y'all, like, this is the shit that I be telling y'all about. This is the shit that I be telling y'all about. This, I, I literally had audacity. Audaciousness. At a very high level. Before 9.30 in the motherfucking morning. Who be asking for this? I ain't asked for this. I, I did not ask for this. Y'all see what I'm talking about? This that shit. This that shit. So fast forward, I think maybe about two or three hours. I'm on my way to Malibu for a work meeting. And I'm on the phone with uh with my bestie Joe. And I get a text message. Who's this? And why is it my most recent ex? What the fuck do he want? What does he want? I'm going to read this off to y'all. Because I'm just... I don't know. He says, Hey, Kenny. I wanted to see if you were open to meeting up sometime in the next week or two for a chat. I promise nothing dramatic, just clarity. But I also understand if that's too much too soon. So I saw that. And I said, interesting. Um, what do we need clarity? What, what do we need clarity on? Just a little confused. What do we need clarity on? What do we need clarity on? Um, I'm not sure. I don't know. Okay, so y'all, clearly, I feel like with this situation, I need to sleep on it. I need to sleep on it because I'm, I'm bringing this to y'all Hours later, I still haven't responded back. I'm not sure when I'll respond back, but I will eventually. I will eventually. But I don't know. I'm a little confused because the thing is this. I. Okay. I respect that he. You know, I, I think I mentioned on some previous episodes, he wrote me a five page letter handwritten and he was on his way back from Africa. And he stated, you know, that he was writing this on that plane trip, you know, back. And that was like 20 something hours, if you can imagine. And again, it was a beautiful letter. It was very complimentary of 
me as far as just really stating the importance that I played in his life, the realization that he had to come to terms with, with the fact that I was oftentimes the better partner than he was to me and how I was the most compromising in the relationship and willing to make things work, whereas he wasn't on a same length, the you know, the same length, the wavelength at least, right? And just all the things that I meant to him, all the things that he learned from me, all the things he learned about himself, yada, 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 yada. And how, you know, what he said, which offended the fuck out of me that he didn't feel that he could be his true self, which what offended me the most is the fact that for mums, for seven mums, I allowed this, this young man to be his true self. I'm a very patient person when it comes to my love life, for the most part, at least. And I'm not perfect, of course, but I do try. I try my darnest. I try my hardest, right? And what I can say, you can hook me up to a lie detector test. And I trust as I stand on all 10 toes on my flat ass feet that with each relationship that I have attempted at making work, right? Because I be minding my business. I be minding my black ass business. And these men, they come at me. I don't know that y'all exist until y'all come at me. And there's some mutual attraction. Then the mutual interest starts up. And now here it is. I'm getting invested. And the chemistry's there. Okay, cool. We liking each other. Okay, we keep going. We keep getting to know each other. Okay, we're getting feelings for each other. And maybe we might grow into falling in love with each other, right? God knows, and I know, that one thing is for certain, two things for sure, that Kenny is going to always fight to love you. Kenny is going to always fight to be on the same page with you. Whatever that looks like, I know for damn sure that I do that. So this guy offended me by telling me that one of his reservations was that he f didn't feel as if he could be his authentic true self. And I had to think about it because whenever we got into those little tips, which were about the smallest, stupidest fucking things, whenever that wasn't, and it wasn't often, if the shoe was on the other foot and he was the one that was so-called in the wrong, he didn't know how to take that. He wasn't good with criticism. He was not good with pushback. If you told him he wasn't doing anything that wasn't amazing, he took that personally. He was offended that he offended you, which confused the fuck out of me. But when a shoe was pointed to me and he let me know that I may have did something, I was able to come to the table without my sword and I was able to apologize and to genuinely mean it. Right. Whereas he wasn't, he apologized for lip service. It wasn't genuine. And he kept taps on that. And the fact that you told me that you could not be yourself because what I didn't allow you to disrespect me. That's what had me fucked up. And I had a really bad feeling towards him. I did not have a very good, I, I'm not going to go into detail, but I did not, I, I did not care for this person at that point. And I had a very, just a not so good outlook on him and a, a view towards him. I, I did, I did honestly. And this five page letter 
it did give some sense of a reprieve. It did in a way save him in certain in certain aspects. I'll just say that. Because what you're not gonna do is mischaracterize me. I was greatly offended by that. Very much so. And when you have somewhat of a history, a short history, a long history of people fucking with you, you get to a breaking point when people are fucking with you and playing in your fucking face, right? Again, I did not, I did not have a good feeling towards him or a good opinion about him at all because I'll be damned if you tell me that bullshit. You feel me? Whereas I have my reservations. Like I said before, I felt that we were sexually incompatible. Sex was good sometimes. It was inconsistent most times. Our sexual hunger was different. I tried to compromise with that. He wasn't willing. He, he just, he was not, will, he was just not in a space to compromise. He did not understand what a relationship looks like and what it takes. And it takes two people working to make the relationship work, whatever that looks like. And he had to see that he was just too selfish to realize that, you know, he actually wasn't ready for a relationship then, okay? Um, but I caught it back in June and I attempted to break up with him back in June, but I felt a lot of different emotions because I knew that I had feelings for him. I, I knew that I did like him and I knew that we had a great time, but I was very iffy and uncertain about the fact that I would be sexually aroused by him. I mean, like, why is it that whenever you feel some certain type of way, I give you space and opportunity to act on that. But when I'm feeling some type of way, now you're acting like a prude and acting all weird and bashful and shit. Like, I, I didn't understand that. So, again, sometimes the sex was good. Most times it was kind of mid. You know, I was bored sexually. Again, I did like the dude, did have feelings for the dude. But I also had my worries about the fact that when we do get into it about little things, like I just, I just didn't feel that he was able to be my safe space, like I was able to be his. And that is something that he did detail within that five page letter that those are, that's one of many things that he realized after the fact. And honestly, y'all, as this year comes to an end, I can't help but mention that the year 2022 has been a year. The year 2022 has been the year of me having contact with my exes those times being pretty limited because they in fact start to show the very reason why they are my exes right and me having to learn to accept things for what they are and understand things for what they are and where they are you know the actual guys right but also taking a step to put the mirror towards myself and learn more about myself as far as where my opportunity areas are. And, you know, there's so many positives that I do bring to a relationship, but also what I did learn was the fact that I need to not so much just identify, but also put action towards not pursuing unavailable people in a romantic stance, right? 
I learned that I need to trust my gut at all costs and that that, and I want you guys to hold on to this because it's something I realized early into this year. That anxiety, you know, because I'll be, oh, I just got anxiety. Oh, like I'm just overthinking. No, that you're only overthinking because you're, and you're only anxious because your spirit picks up on something that's not right. That's not anxiety. That's not overthinking. That's intuition. And you need to act to, you need to act. You need to act, communicate it to your partner, to your friend, whoever. Communicate that anxiety and leave that light on because 8.5 times out of 10, that same thing is going to come again. Who knows how soon? Usually it's pretty soon. But that person shows you that they are not able to change for you. Nobody's able to change for you. They have to change for themselves. That's another thing that I realized, right? So know when to recognize those things after having that dialogue. And if it comes up again, and if it's a a deal breaker, a red flag, go ahead. You have to disengage by all costs. You have to you got to give you got to give grace to yourself that at least you communicated it to them so that it's not something surprising that just picks them up and slaps them across the face unknowingly and out of the blue but y'all talked about it you expressed your concerns and hopefully at that time y'all reached a a a, a middle ground right but because they have to change for themselves they tend to make that same mistake again. And it's for you to decide if that's what you want to put up with or not. So I've, that's a big thing that I had to realize in recognizing the red flags, recognizing when it's time to disengage from an unavailable partner, but then also how to deal with them, you know, and with with this guy, you know, that letter, again, it saved his ass as far as my opinion on him. I do feel that the letter, I was very appreciative of it, very appreciative. I didn't ask for it, but since I got it, like I said in the older episode, since I got it, I can critique it. I can point out certain things that I feel could have been more impactful, right? What would have worked to create a shorter letter and to save him some pages and some ink would have been if he detailed, you know, why wasn't he the better partner? Why wasn't he on the same wavelength as me when it came to how I showed up? how I dealt with him. He mentioned that he realizes that I was the better partner, but how weren't you the better partner? Was it because you were stubborn? Was it because you were emotionally immature? Was it because you were self-centered? Was it because you were lazy? You know, as far as putting forth effort, Was it because you were confused? You know, if he would have mentioned why he wasn't the better partner, I feel that that would have shortened the letter. That would have been more substantive. He mentioned that he learned so much from me. What did you learn? What is it? If he would have told me that, that could have been more impactful. Again, very much grateful for the letter. I I get what 
it had to take to send something like that in the mail. I've never done something like that before in my life. Like I said before, this is definitely given <laughs> an R&B song because the dude is a singer. This is given, I've been looking for real R&B to come back. This way may very well be the inspiration to get <laughs> the best type of R&B Look, this is, this is, if I can be the muse, okay, for the next up and coming talented act, because he's a very talented individual. If I could be the muse, do you know how, do you know what kind of brownie points I would give to myself? What? Come through. Yes. Anywho. The letter could have been a lot shorter. You know, he felt that he broke my heart and did all these things and all that stuff when to be honest like i said before it was the latter it was the latter i was very much relieved because for months since june since my first attempt i guess of breaking up with him i felt i i i just didn't feel certain i just didn't feel sure but I kept fighting. I kept fighting because I had an understanding of this is two individuals getting to know each other. And these are the ebbs and flows of what it's like to court, what it's like to date, and what it's like to formulate a relationship romantically. The differences that you guys have, work through it. It's all about how you come out at the end, right? And that's what kept me in it. That's what kept me willing to see, to see where it goes, to see if it things would change, to see if we would be able to mutually respect each other and consider each other enough to make this work. If this is something that we both want, right? That's why I stayed in it. That's why I stayed in it. But every single day I was haunted with the idea that this could potentially not be the right person for me. And I just said, let me, let me just try. Let me just try. Let me just try. So I'm guilty in not being honest with him and most importantly, not being honest with myself. Did I tell him about these concerns? Yeah, I did. I did. I, I sure the fuck did. Y'all know. Y'all know if one thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna communicate and, and I did. But sure, I'm I'm there's always more that can be done. So I I, I leave space open for that. Cause like I say, none of us are perfect. But one thing that I did was try and I was willing to try as much as I could until I couldn't. So with the relationship ending, I was very much relieved. Like I said, I, I was sex deprived. I was emotionally annoyed and I was ready to get out and have some fun. And that's what I've been doing since then. And, you know, I mean, like I said before, do I still want the same things that I've talked about at length on this show and to everybody that I know? I do. But am I in a space right now to get out and start dating, per se? Or, I don't know, like doing all the courtship things, the good morning texts, and how was your day? How did you sleep? What's your favorite color? Tell me about your childhood trauma. Right? You know, all of that. When I think about that <laughs> and starting over with a whole new person, I cringe because I'm not there yet. I, I don't feel that I'm ready for a relationship at this current moment. 
with anybody, literally with anybody. But I also do understand that I am saying this out of the mindscape of someone who is single and someone who is comfortably living a life and just riding a wave. But I know that whenever I do happen to meet that person and the chemistry's right, I'm going to swiftly, swiftly fall back in line with the whole good mornings. Well, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying not to do the whole good morning text shit uh, going forward, but I'm going to do like the whole, you know, getting to know each other phase and all that stuff or whatever and building. I'll fall right into it. But as a single person living on a wave right now, eh. but then at the same time, whenever it was a moment before I got into a dating situation with a person, I wasn't looking for a relationship at the time. I was just coasting, living my life like it was golden. And then I met the person and like I say, we hit it off. The chemistry was great and we started to date and voila, here we are. But in this stance, it's just a little bit different. So do I want the same things? I do. I do still want companionship. I do still want that partnership on a romantic level. I still want my best friend who is my everything, you know, sexually, romantically, intimately, affectionately, loyalty, honesty, respectfulness, you know, ambition, optimism. Right. Like motivation, ambitiousness, did I mention ambitiousness? I think I did. Like all all the things and that they want me and I want them just as much as they want me. And we both want this relationship to work and to flourish into a marriage at one point and, and build a family at some point in the future. That's what I want for myself. That's what I see. So I'm not going to stop fighting for that. But at the current moment, I'm just not in that space as of yet. And like I say, this has nothing to do with him. This is just where I am at. So it's a very interesting um, place. It's It's an interesting place to be at in life right now. and. I'm not very sure if I'm ready to sit down and talk to him in a casual manner. Like I said before, in a perfect world, I would love to be able to be close. Well, not close, but again, we never know what that looks like, but close or cordial with any of my exes, because I do realize that at some point, we still care about each other and we did form a bond. Whatever that bond looked like, we did form it. And in my instance, because I know everybody's situation is completely different, right? But in my situations with my exes, it wasn't, there were some traumatic instances, right? We, we look very traumatic, but it wasn't grossly, it it wasn't grossly outdone and outdated and just a hot fucking mess. So in a perfect world, yeah, I would like to have an understanding mutually. We all have an understanding and accept things for what they are. We have a history, but we accept and respect each other's boundaries. And that's that. You feel me? Um, with this current person, I need to sleep on it. I need to see how I feel in the morning. I need to see how I want to respond when I respond, what that response is going to look like. Is it going to be us meeting up at the park? Or is it going to be through FaceTime? Like, what does it look like? So that's something I need to uh, sit on. But I just think that, you know, this year has been full of apologies 
from exes and ex-lovers. And it's beautiful, forever appreciated, but it just gets so sickening that here it is, we have to be in a point where you have to apologize this much. I mean, I'm grateful, I'm appreciative of it, but it's tiring. It's honestly tiring that you got to even apologize about shit. How about we stop doing shit that we got to apologize for? How about we don't take each other for granted? How about we appreciate each other while we have each other? And not a situation where hindsight is twenty twenty, and now we see where we fucked up. Now we see what we lost because we don't have it anymore. Now we're looking from the outside looking in, right? How about we not do shit to get in that in that space? Appreciate people while you have them. Don't take people for granted while you have them because the karma behind both of those things kick our fucking ass with no Vaseline. Oh, nasty boot right up your hole. And they twist it. Right? That's what we don't want. That's what we're trying to avoid. And I want that for y'all. Stop doing shit that you got to apologize for all the time. Again, we're all imperfect species. We are human and we are going to make mistakes. But baby, let's not make the repeat mistakes. Let's stop. Let's stop apologize for the shit that we shouldn't really be apologizing for. Like, cause we, let's, let's not. How about that? Because I know what it's like to be in his footsteps right now, to send that text message earlier, for example, to send that letter. I mean, I've never written a letter to somebody, but to send that text message. And I mean, he did text me, you know, happy birthday on my birthday and stuff. And I kept it very simple. I said, thanks, babe. It's left at that. Because I, I'm not in a space, at, and especially at that point, I wasn't in a space to talk to him. Like, I didn't feel like we had shit to talk about. Again, I just got out of not having the best thoughts about you. And that letter did save your ass. Okay. But no. No. So I get it. I, I I I get what audacity, I get what courage and transparency to be that vulnerable and to relinquish yourself of pride, right? I get what that had to feel like because guess what? I've been in that space before. And that wasn't a great feeling. It it was not a great day. It was not great days, weeks, months, right? It was countless of conversations with my counsel, with my family, with my trusted friends. You feel me? Before I actually put together this note or just a text message. To be thought about like that. I know how that feels and I and I feel bad for him because that's a lot. That's a lot of that's a lot to keep making these certain t- attempts and stuff and I don't want to assume what exactly he wants but I mean it's pretty much clear as day, right? But I'm not really sure what I want right now and I'm not really sure that I am 
able, willing, or capable of committing myself full-time to a relationship at the moment. But again, I'm saying that now because I'm single and living on a wave. Because let it be tomorrow and I meet a motherfucker who knocks my socks off. Now, here it is. We're doing the things. <laughs> and I'm hoping that he is my Prince Charming, right? Because I'm sick and tired of kissing frogs. Rip it, rip it, bitch. Get out of my way. So I say all this to say that. That's what that was. I feel for him. I respect him. I appreciate him. Am I ready to talk to him? I don't know. When would that be? I don't know. I don't know. But here we are. This is a part of the emotional maturity that I was looking to gain, that I aspire to have some time ago. But I guess this will be, you know, my first opportunity really diving into that sector of life, I guess. I don't know, but it's just all, everything is just all about new experiences. Again, this is the whole new year coming up and it's shit to be figured out. Who knows? But I don't know. I mean, this has been a year of apologies. (laughs) I am tired. I'm so sick and tired. Stop doing shit that you got to apologize for. How about that, sirs? How about that? Things go so smoothly, but here we are. But here we are, y'all. I don't know. I get these apologies because guess what? Ain't nobody. Ain't nobody going to treat you like I treat you. Ain't nobody. Gonna give you the consideration and respect that I was willing to give to you and to provide you. And nobody gonna give you that security that I was willing to give you and to provide for you. Nobody gonna give you that support. Nobody's gonna give you that patience, that love and affection, right? That compassion, that understanding, that compromising disposition. Ain't nobody doing this for y'all. We live in a tough fucking world. The dating pool has turds in it and fucking piss. And you gotta know when to respect, when to appreciate, and when to not take for granted the people who are actually treating you the way that you said that you want to be treated. We got to know to recognize that. Recognize the blessings that we have in life while we have them. And not when we don't. It can be too late sometimes. Life is crazy. The doors can be closed. You may never get the opportunity again. And that's something that you would have to live with. So love on the people that's loving on you so that you don't have to be up here apologizing. I had so many of my exes this year, the apologies, I'm sick of it. I appreciate y'all, I do. And I love y'all all respectfully. But how about we just not do shit that we got to keep apologizing for, especially for shit that we don't work through before countless times. I'm sick of it. We're tired. We're tired. We're tired. Because guess what, baby? Ain't nobody going to do you how I did you in all the best ways. And I mean that. And I hate that y'all got to see it. I hate that y'all got to see it after the fact. You know, karma's a fucking bitch. You doing sneaky shit? Guess what? What's done in the dark is always brought to the fucking light. How you get them 
is how you lose them. Believe that. Right? Karma is a fucking bitch. And she serves it on a dish served cold. She don't play. She does not play. I'm a big believer in karma. So you want to lie? You want to cheat? You feel me? You want to make up these stories? For what? That's stupid. That's childish. Grow up. You feel me? Like, this is... This is what this has become? It's crazy. It's crazy. So, good luck. Y'all be safe out there. Because guess what? You ain't going to get this again. Ain't nobody going to put it with your ass like I was willing to put it with your ass. Because I loved you. I cared about you. I fought for it. I really did. I really did. And I know I did. That's why I can be so confident saying it. Because I know I did. And you know I did. Right? So, God bless. <laughs> but the audacity of y'all knows no bounds. And respectfully, let's not take it into 2023. Please, please, pretty please. With a cherry on top. Okay. Anywho, let's wrap this up. So y'all have a blessed week. <laughs> I am excited for what's to come next. Make sure to reach out at my Instagram, Kenny Heflin. And of course, Twitter and Instagram at Nude Radio 101. <laughs> And subscribe to Nude Radio streaming on all platforms where you can hear podcasts. I love you all so much. Y'all have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.